Oh, we're hitting the live buttons everywhere. And uh, just like that. It's Monday night, kids. I just need to finish this little droplet of beer. Just the squidgiest little smidgen of beer. Here we go. Mm. Last bit of homework. It's Monday night. Let's drink some beers. One in particular that I have my eye on. It was in my fridge. I ordered it. Hey, crafty beer nerd. Um, ordered it, and you remember, I, spe I, I specified last week, I, thought, I think I'm going to order some Muddy York. Guess what? I did it. Big old order from Muddy York. Well, not a big, big. I think it was a 2-4. But uh, some Porter. Hell yes. Gaslight Hellas. Yeah. Crafty Beer Nerd wants to know what's up. What's up? My leg's a mess right now. I had a really aggressive physiotherapy appointment tonight. But other than that, stoked to be here drinking some beers. What else did I get in that order? Oh, yeah. Uh, working Hard, which is what I was just drinking just then. IPA. Hazy boy. Like that. Um, and then uh, three of their Bach and three of this bad little dude, Old Muddy. Uh, which is a take on Old Milwaukee, which is a American lager. That's, I think, literally what it, it is. It's, it's, an, it's a craft beer American lager. So not industrial because Muddy York's uh, not industrial. They are small and hands-on. And uh, yeah, so this is a kind of cool beer. Um, quick aside, as I'm about to open this like that. This is an American lager. So I did have one on the weekend while I was watching the Masters. I was a couple of beers deep and I wasn't paying too much attention. So uh, but I can tell you from memory, it's an American lager. Um, it's well, you know what? Let's go to the glass. Sorry, very dirty glass. Still lots of schmaltz and stuff. Oh, I'll do the old Stephen Beaumont put a tablespoon or two of beer in there, swirl it around just to soak up any of those dregs. And then don't think about it. Just mm, don't even pay attention to what you just drank. You're just cleaning the glass. Now, here we go for all the folks watching at home. What do we see? Well, for one, this boy is not hazy. No, that is a very clear yellow beer um not quite brilliant but pretty close to brilliant like like i'm assuming filtered i'm assuming this has been filtered um very clear light straw yellow just what you would expect from an american uh lager um and uh yeah Nice little carbonation, showing some dirty spots on the side of the glass. Bit of a soapy head dropped pretty quickly, but what you'd expect. I wasn't pouring for uh, head retention there. Uh, yeah, what does it smell like? Well, let me tell you. Grainy. Uh, very malt forward. Cereal, grain, cereal grains. It's been a long day, guys. First day back at work after my COVID vacation. Oh, you wouldn't have known that. I was on a COVID vacation. They didn't let me go back to work. Today was the first day. I had a whole week off. It was great. Drank a lot of beer. Anyway. Um, yeah. Hmm, that's really interesting. 
I didn't pay this much attention to it last time. I wonder. They normally put their ingredients on there. I'll look at the can in a minute and see if they put the ingredients on there. There might be a bit of corn in this. It's a very sweet uh, aroma. I know that you can't smell sweet. The aroma smells of things that identify in my brain as being sweet. There's some real malty barley qualities here and maybe a touch of corn, not cream corn, like just corn. Uh, probably not corn syrup either, knowing about New York. They probably would have used like corn, which you can do, um, but just a little to uh, make it authentic. I'm not sure. We'll check the can in a minute. We will check the can in a minute. Mm. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. Malts. It's like drinking malted barley soda. Mmm. Yeah. Tastes like two-row. Tastes like chewing on two-row and having a bit of soda water with a bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a tannic hop to the end. Um, just enough to dry it out. So it's not like soda pop sweet. Just a, a little glimmer of that leafy, tannicky kind of hops on the end. Mm. No, I might go back on that. I don't think there is corn in here. I think it's just barley. I think it's just malted barley. But it's a very cereal grainy... It's not as sweet as some industrial lagers, but it's a sweet beer. Not, not in when we're talking about sweet versus dry. It's a dry beer, um, but it's it's got the sweetness to the the flavor profile. Uh, with yeah, just enough hop on the end to keep it from being soda pop. I'm gonna look at the can now. Oh, there's a lot of words on the can. Uh, it doesn't say anything about corn there doesn't have any ingredients on it, so I was wrong. You know what I can also do? We can look it up. We have the power of the internet. Old Muddy, spelled with two Ds and two E's. Old Muddy, uh, yeah, same thing it says on the can. Hey, it's sold out now. Well, I wish I'd known that before I started drinking this. Well, good news, there are a lot of other beers available. But uh, apparently Old Muddy, it's now sold out. Yep, cans, uh, single cans and two fours sold out. So my apologies. They'll probably make this again. It's a pretty tasty little American lager. Hmm. Hello, my love. Darling wife has joined in. Grassy almost. Yeah, very sweet. Um... It's interesting because I'm trying to think of the last time I would have had a beer like this, like, but from one of the places that makes beers like this, like Old Milwaukee or etc. Oh, I know exactly what it is, uh, if I'm honest with you. Uh, it's after rugby. Um, there's just down at the pitch, guys show up with beers. And I'll normally take some steam whistles or something along those lines. Um, easy, accessible yellow beers. Because uh, you want to be able to share. I'm not going to drink six beers after rugby practice. That's a bit much. So I'll take six, have maybe three on my, my own, and share the other three out. Um, but at the same time, I don't necessarily always arrive with beer. And uh, so sometimes, yeah, yeah, you get the likes of a PBR, uh, 
which I don't know what contest it won a blue ribbon in, but it wasn't my contest. Um, Laker, man, I can't tell you how often some guy wrecks up with a two for a Laker. This is a lot better than Laker. I'll put that out there right now. But yeah, just getting the memory back of those beers. Because again, those industrial lagers, like that's really what they're looking for. They want it to not have a lot of flavor, but what flavor they want, they want it to be kind of sweet. They don't want it to be hoppy. The hops just need to be there to just temper the the sweetness of the malted barley. And uh, that's exactly what this beer does. The the barley in it is quite nicely flavored. Like it, like I say, it tastes like when you grab a handful of, of two row and just pop it in your mouth and munch on it. Um, very clean, uh, cereal grain taste. Noteworthy because it's, I'm almost positive they didn't make this with an extract. Um, there's too much, uh, definition to the taste of the malted barley for it to be an extract beer. Um, also Muddy York wouldn't do that. So that's, just how they roll. Um, now, to be fair, at 310 a can, I think, which is, again, 355 mil can, it's under what we're looking for. It's less than uh, a buck a hundred mil. Um, it's still not, that's not like a value brand beer. There's some good quality ingredients in that. Yeah, and it totally drinks that way. Sweet cereal grains, dry tannic hop on the finish. Not a whole lot else going on, and and nor should there be. Um, this is what Michael Jackson, the beer writer, would call a lawnmower beer. Uh, the colder, the better. In fact, this one came out of my icebox, which my beer fridge, I think, normally sits around 7 to 8 degrees, kind of depending on where you are in the fridge um, and how often it's been opened, and also the time of year, because this office is pretty cold in the winter. Um, it's right next to me. That was me patting it. Uh, the icebox, that is. And... Uh, so I don't keep my beer like cold, 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 cold. Um, so yeah, maybe slightly colder would take some of that sweetness off. It would just be a lightly sweet, dry kind of finished, like a flavored soda water, basically, which are hot right now. Soda water is flavored with things that don't have calories seem like a really big deal right now. And that's good. Gets people drinking more water, I guess. So I'll take it. Oh, boy. That was a very big burp off of not a whole lot of beer. I feel like an old man. Gotta hit my chest a little bit and then ruminate <laughs> like that. Speaking of the fridge. Anyway, uh, what were we saying? What, what should you eat while you drink this? Well, all the classics. This is dying for just a Ben Johnson two dogger lager, I think. Get a hot dog, get two hot dogs. Not fancy hot dogs, not sausages. I'm talking red hots, you know what I mean? Hot dog, hot dogs, or if you're like me, veggie dogs. But again, not fancy ones. I'm not talking about sausages, I'm talking about dogs. I'm talking about some sort of weird homogenous protein-based um, solution enclosed in some sort of potentially animal-based or synthetic casing, um, which can be eaten raw because it's all cooked and safe, but you know, you can do it in the pan or on the Barbie, if you like, however you like. And, you know, some people like to boil them. I think those people, um, those are people who also probably leave their socks on when they have sex. Um, so, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, if you're a hot dog boiler, that's what I think of you. Um, cheap mustard, French's, 
ballpark mustard. Heinz ketchup. Don't get fancy. That's all you need. That's going to go pretty good. And actually, I'm going to be honest with you here. This is why it's going to go pretty good. Hot dogs, uh, protein and a bit of fat. Um, beer's going to cut through that. Bun is going to tie in with your uh, your grains, your maltiness, um, sweet, pillowy. By the way, did I mention the bun? Don't get fancy. Wonder. Yeah, just a white Wonder Bread bun. Magnificent. Um, gluey and, and good. Going to go nice with those grains. And then um, mustard is, is uh, a little tart and a little picante. And of course, ketchup is very tart and very sweet. Um, they're just going to set off against the, the dry hop on the end. And it's going to be a fan pleaser. Crafty Beer Nerd, how about some spicy wings? Yep, definitely. Definitely going to work with spicy wings. In this case, the wings are going to be the dominant taste. Um, so I wouldn't get fancy with your spicy wing sauce. Like, franks it up. And if you want to throw a little something with a little more oomph in it... Um, to elevate the experience that's fine but like this isn't a time when you need to get fancy and get some like jerk sauce or um you know like my friend jess's like mango habanero sauce don't worry about that those are just going to completely dominate the beer frank's on your fried conveyance of choice could be spicy wings i like the tofu nugs we've been doing that a lot i think we have um cauliflower buffalo cauliflower on the menu this week that's a really nice thing too um Vegans will tell you it's just like chicken wings. I think that's because vegans haven't had chicken wings in a long time, and they've kind of forgotten what chicken wings are like. They're nothing like chicken wings. But you know what they are? They're really tasty, crispy, fried little nuggets of cauliflower that you cover in hot sauce. And really, all of those things are ever about is just getting more hot sauce in your face. You could eat a chicken breast that was the same weight as you know whatever four chicken wings but the surface area of the wing allows for a significantly higher volume of hot sauce collection and so that's what you're looking for uh, small bits of things ideally breaded or at least dusted uh, I like breading myself I think with the cauliflower we do uh, we use a chickpea flour because we are as granola as you can get um, but it's really nice and you do get a nice crispy slightly bready kind of quality to the outside of that hot sauce it up you're done that's a nice one same with this like oh yeah this this again lawnmower beer put some burgers on the grill mow your lawn I don't know have some of this this is not a thinking person's beer it's just cold and sweet and a little dry and you can crush them and i'll tell you what this is really good for this is the beer you take to a family event where you're a big beer geek and they always kind of make fun of you because it's like oh you've got to have your precious beer and it's like yeah i like beers that taste like things but you could take them some of this you could take three of the old muddy three of the gaslight hellas and three of the porter and just move people through the three. And by the end of it, I think you're going to be real happy. Real happy uh, with that. So that's the Old Muddy. Muddy York, like I say, apparently sold out. I literally just looked now. It wasn't a few days ago because I actually did look. Because I was thinking I could also do the Bach. Because this is Bach time of year. But I did this. Because I thought there were still some available. But there wasn't. Anyway. I bet it'll come back. Tasty beer. Really nice label, too. Looks like an old Milwaukee label, but with the old uh, bowler hat. So full marks there. 
I say full marks. It is really making me burp a lot. It apparently has a very active carbonation, or I'm an old man, or both. It's probably just the old man. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. It is quite sweet. So, full disclosure, that does exactly what it says on the can. It's an American lager. Cold, sweet, slightly dry in the end. This is not my favorite style of beer. This isn't even like a crispy boy, like there isn't enough of a hot presence to knock out some of that sweetness. I tend not to like particularly sweet beverages. Um, I do, you know, I'll have an occasional um, ginger ale or an occasional root beer. Or very rarely in the right circumstances like a cola. But I find sodas just to be unmanageably sweet. Like, it's drinking a soda is like eating a piece of cake in my mind. And so people who drink soda all the time, I'm just like, do you eat cake all the time? That's so sweet. Um, this beer is catering, and the style is catering to people who have palates adapted to very sweet things. So I think to a lot of people, this wouldn't taste particularly sweet, but to my mouth, um, being a person who predominantly drinks water, coffee, and tea, um, and, and not this style of beer, uh, it's just very sweet. Um, and it's just, it's not cloying. Like I've had cloying beers and even cloying American lagers that are just too sweet. Um, it's not, it's, it's balanced and it's still agreeable. But uh, is it a beer I would typically pick up a lot of for myself? Probably not. That's not, this isn't to my taste. Um, but knowing what I know about American lagers, I'd say it's bang on. Oh, hey, Anthony. Um, so yeah, check it out when it comes back in. Look up Muddy York because they got lots of good stuff. Delivery, I ordered it on Thursday. It showed up on Friday. Easy peasy as can be. God bless us all. I mean, we all have to stay home again. Kids aren't going back to school. Hey guys, do you remember when I told you that was going to happen? I'd say I called it, but it wasn't like rocket science. It's like calling that the New York Yankees are going to do well in the baseball because they have all the money. I don't even know if that's a relevant cultural reference. Are the Yankees still a good team? I don't follow baseball. Sorry, guys. Where's Mandy when you need her? Oh, season six. It's been half this podcast's life without Mandy. She would have known that. She would have corrected me and said, no, Chris, the Yankees are a terrible team and nobody likes them. Mm. I miss you, Mandy. Uh, hey, I knew that I know that I said that I was going to have a guest this week. And I also know why I didn't, which is I'm lazy and I didn't get around to it. But uh, yeah. Still thinking about it. No one also reached out, so maybe it's everyone else's fault to say, hey, you know who you should have on the podcast? That person. So anyway, open to suggestions. I would like to hang out with somebody. It does make life a bit easier on me. Uh, aside from that, events, well, obviously none because everything is closed. Um, a lot of bars are suffering right now, so please, as always, if you can, please support them. However you can do it. You can pick up bottles uh, for takeout, which is great. Hope that doesn't go away. Uh, you can order takeout. Um, a lot of them are using Uber Eats and or Skip the Dishes and or that other one. There's a third one, isn't there? Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes. Yeah, there is a third one. Anyway, uh, I saw a great post that was like, how about you just use those as an online menu and then call the place manually and order something for pickup and then Uber doesn't get any money. Elon Musk doesn't need any more money. Trust me on this. He's fine. Uh, Uber has never posted a profit. But Elon Musk is doing a okay. Uh, 
so yeah, support your, your people around you. Uh, yeah, and also, uh, kids are home this week anyway because of the holiday and also already being home if you're in Toronto and now province-wide. No one's going back to school on uh, Monday, a week today. Uh, big surprise. So take care of yourselves out there because uh, it's going to be stressful going back to having to work and be teachers and be parents and God knows whatever else it is you're trying to manage right now. For me, my life changes very little. For my beloved wife, it becomes significantly more difficult. So uh, if you've got people in that position, try and support them however you can. Uh, at the very least, a text, a call, an email, a DM, just saying, hey, just thinking about you. Anything we can help with, anything you can do, um, that goes a long way. And back it up. Like, don't say it and then disappear. Uh, if the person says, yes, could you? Now you're going to need to do that thing. So just make sure you're ready for that. Um, but that's part of being a good person. That's how we all get better. So I would invite you to do that. Uh, aside from that, I'm, tr I'm just trying to think. A lot of places are advertising different deliveries. I know I saw... Uh, just before I went on air, um, Little Beasts is doing some delivery stuff. They listed a few things. Check them out. Love them. Mm. Sorry, I needed to have a drink of beer, and I'm going to have to cough. <coughs> Got a little tickle right here. If you're watching on the video, I'm pointing right where it is. It's right there in my throat. Yeah, right along the line of where my beard hair stops in my throat. Uh, anyway, that seemed to deal with it. Good news. Not COVID. Also good news, uh, my workplace implemented rapid testing. I can go get a rapid test tomorrow. I think I'm going to do it. Why not? It doesn't hurt. It's a little uncomfortable. They stick a thing up your nose. As I discussed last week, like 19 centimeters of it into the back of your brain. But hey, I've had it done. It's not the end of the world. Feels a little bit like you got water in your nose. That's about it. It's pretty innocuous. So I might go. We, we have rapid testing for free. So I'm going to, I think, get rapidly tested tomorrow and just confirm I'm a negative. The kind of scary thing is they tell you when you go for your test to bring all of your personal stuff with you because if you test positive you get sent home immediately uh, so they don't want you to say oh I can't go home I left my for me my bike my bike will just have to sit locked up and then the other thing is this is hilarious so I go in and I present them with my ID card so if Canada Post employee I have an ID card with a unique uh, number and RF uh, chip in it and they'll scan that and say, all right, Chris Schreier, here we go. I, uh, uh, we're going to jam a Q-tip 19 centimeters into the back of your brain, and uh, here you go. If you test positive, not only do they send you right home, but they deactivate your card for two weeks, so you can't physically get into any Canada Post property. So, like, for me, with my bike locked up, when I get sent home... I will probably have to coordinate like with one of my buddies if this were to happen. I don't expect it to happen, by the way. I don't think I have COVID. But if it were to happen, I would have to like reach out to my buddy Russ and be like, hey, can you come by my house and grab the key to my bike and unlock it and then maybe relock it outside of the gate and then I can come pick it up because <laughs> I can't physically get onto the property. Crazy. But I mean, good. At least they're taking it seriously. Anyway, a little insight into the Canada Post uh, rapid testing protocol. God bless us all. Oh, I've got a note here. Anthony says, oh, he got his little beast's order. Sorry, Anthony, I'm assuming you're, you identify male. Uh, Anthony has their little uh, beast's order. Uh, 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 a few weeks back for the Toronto drop because we mentioned it. Glad to hear that. Uh, I did not get in on that one, and I have I've regretted it ever since. Um, especially, man, 
the the Balder. Oh, that's a good beer. I could I could oh. Can go on about that beer for a long time. Oh, Crafty Beer Nerd wants to know how Ginger is. Ginger, our dog, great. Uh, getting a little too mischievous and smart for her own good. Now that we th we think now that she's figured out that we're not going to abandon her. Abandoned? Abandon her. Um, hey, Kevin, by the way. Uh, she is lovely, but getting mischievous. So today she chewed on one of the anti-fatigue mats in the kitchen and also a yoga mat that uh, my beloved wife was doing yoga on at the time. But she has a very, very adorable, smart ruse, which is she'll take one of her stuffies that she's allowed to chew on and chew on it next to the thing that she actually wants to chew on. And then once she's convinced you that it's okay, she's just chewing on her chew toy. She picks up the thing that she actually wants to chew on and starts chewing on that instead. It is um, delightfully wicked, uh, but she is just amazing. She is such a perfect little dog. Um, <laughs> fleas are all gone so that's a great thing and uh even her little bald spot we think on her head is filling in i've actually made her a little a little solve for her bald spot maybe i should start using it on mine uh see if it helps it's not gonna help it's gonna help hers because hers isn't male pattern baldness for one she's not male for two she's not a human so no chance of that anyway uh that's where we're all at ginger is lovely thank you for asking Look up little beasts. Look up everybody. I didn't do a fake ad. You remember last week I did a fake ad for Muddy York? This is a real ad for Muddy York, I guess. It's no more real than the last one. Let me do an ad for you. Hang on a sec. I'm going to think up who I want to do an ad for, and then I'm going to do it for you. One second. Here we go. I just need a sip of beer. I got it already. It's already up here. Hey, friends. Are you craving a taste of summer in a can? I know I am. With the weather warming up here in Toronto, minds are turning to docks and campfires and singing songs that only require three chords on the guitar. And if that's what your dream entails, I could tell you there's no better beer for your summertime fantasy than Sawdust City, pride of Gravenhurst, Ontario. Brewed with only the finest ingredients, Sawdust City has been making fine beers for some period of time that would probably be in the copy if I actually had an ad to read. Sada City is available uh, for order online with province-wide delivery through mm, somebody. Um, I'm just looking up their website right now. I think it's just sawdustcitybrewing.com. Um, yes, it is. Uh, and here I am. I, I went straight to their store, which is store.sawdustcitybrewing.com. Um, you do need to be over 19 to view this website. Top secret, you can just say yes no matter what. Kids, if you'd like to peruse the Sawdust City catalog, I would invite you to do so. It's fantastic. Oh, look, they're making a California common called Gravenhurst Steam. And there's a picture of either the Seguin or the, um, what's the other one called? The model? Anyway, it's the Seguin. Let's be honest. Uh, what have we got here? Our beer. That's what I would like to see. Available now. Oh, of course, Lone Pine, one of my favorite IPAs in the province, with a beautiful um, AJ Kasson-esque print on the label now. They've, they've redone a lot of their branding, and i got to tell you, I'm a big fan. It's great because it's one of those ones where, for the most part, the cans all look very different, but there is sort of an overarching... Um, artistic design to it where they all have a, a similar 
vibe while looking um, different, but not entirely so. But especially with, um, for instance, Lone Pine, Little Norway, Skinny Dipping, uh, Everyday Magic. And uh, what's is there any others here? I feel like I'm missing one. Anyway, what I was saying is those are sort of their flagships. Um, the beers have a there's there's a line along a, a horizontal line along the shoulder of the can, for instance. There's just a unified kind of artistic impression while remaining uh, different. And if I could say just looking right now at the uh, at their what's available on their their online store, I couldn't say more good things about uh, a good, delicious can of uh, There's No Way of Knowing Spring Saison, which is a can-conditioned Saison. Um, Saison's often conditioned in their final package, um, just not often for that to be a can. I think in Ontario, Sawdust was the first uh, place to do this. It might not have been, but I think they were. Uh, a few others are doing it now, and it is uh, a really nice, nice Saison. Big fan of that one. Big fan of that one. Also, their Limber Lost is really good, but I don't think they have that in right now. At least I don't see it. They do have a Bach in right now. I was saying earlier, it's Bach season. And they have Dave's Affordable Dortmunder, which I am very interested in. I do love a good Dortmunder. Um, Oksukurasama is a Dortmunder from uh, Godspeed, as is Dab, sort of the benchmark for uh, uh, Dortmunders, which is a regular uh, beer in my icebox. Tropical Storm Mojito IPA. Never had that, but I'm going to mention it because it's right in front of me and I feel like I ought to. Sounds interesting. I bet it has lime and mint in it. Anyway, why don't you all head over to sawdustcitybrewing.com and place an order for delivery within the province of Ontario uh, or swing by the brewery, uh, which because of COVID rules is uh, closed for um, seated service. But the tap room, uh, the, the, not the tap room, the bottle shop, yeah, is still open for uh, walk-in business. Obviously, please mask up, wash your hands, and uh, observe social distancing. So this episode, not actually brought to you by Sada City Brewing, but I would go ahead and invite you to check them out anyway. They are a fantastic brewery up in Gravenhurst. Beautiful place, beautiful brewery. And uh, gosh, gosh, if I don't love um, Sam, who is their brewmaster, um, so much. He is a really good dude, and I do miss seeing him. So maybe Sam should. No, I've had Sam on at least two or three times. So uh, let's not have Sam on just yet. But God, it'd be good to have him back. Such a good guy. Anyway, um, oh, I'm getting hearts and stuff popping up on my phone. People are liking this fake Sawdust City uh, advertisement. So that's it. Uh, so thank you to Sawdust City for not officially sponsoring uh, this episode, but for making some of my favorite beers in the province. Back to uh, the regular show now. Um, stop my advertising voice, which started out sort of facetiously an advertising voice and then just bled into my normal voice. So there's no real change there. I get that. What are we drinking tonight? Old Muddy, American Lager, Muddy York, solid industrial style yellow beer, but made with real nice ingredients. As I said, not necessarily a beer I would drink on the regs myself. A little too sweet for my tastes, but does exactly what it's supposed to. It is a... It's like old Milwaukee, but made with better ingredients by people you actually know and care about. So I would invite you to look up Muddy York, of course, uh, similarly online. And 
I always assume most people listening to this are at least in the GTA area, if not like literally in Toronto. I know there are people from outside who do listen to it. But if you find yourself within uh, Muddy York's delivery uh, window, I would highly recommend making an order from them. Uh, can't go wrong. You can't. I think it's a $50 minimum order for free delivery. So pretty good. Uh, that's less than two, four. I think my two, four was more than that 70 something or something like that. So I would highly encourage you to pick some of that up. Um, especially like I say, they're Porter here. Look at this. I got a can of it right here. If you're looking on the video, Oh, let me pull back up my YouTube camera. There it is. Uh, make sure everyone can see it. it has there been a more tattooy label in Ontario beer than that? If there is, I, uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, Kevin says he's in Waterloo, 10 minutes from Block 3. Yeah, so you're not going to qualify for that shipping from Muddy York. But like uh, Sawdust, Muddy York also does do province-wide via some sort of courier company. So I would invite you to check that out. And of course, 10 minutes from Block 3. Well, hard to argue with not ordering from Block 3 then, because God bless Block 3. We do like them around here. Uh, oh... So this is, you know what, when I first started writing about beer a long time ago, 12 years or so, um, I often had to review beers that weren't from Ontario because like I'd kind of already done everything that was in Ontario and uh, I needed to do things that were fun and interesting and different. Uh, I could never drink another beer from outside of Southern Ontario, even specifically, and, um, and still be able to try a new beer every week, at least it would be easy. So do we live in a golden age of craft beer? Yeah, I think we do. Do we live in a golden age of a lot of things? Yeah. Unfortunately, one of them is a global pandemic that's doing a really good job of, um, making the worst of us. So, so let's try and do better with that. But other than that, we'll drink great beers do feel free to drink things from other places. Highly encourage. But remember, the best beer is the freshest beer. So uh, try and get something from right close to home if you can. And whatever you're drinking, enjoy it. Be safe out there. Take care of each other. Like I say, check in on a friend, especially a parent that might be struggling with the return to fully home-based school. Um, it's not going to be easy, but uh, as a community, if we can pull together, we can help each other out. We can get through this, guys. Other countries have shown that they can. We can too. We just haven't managed it yet, but we can be better. So if everyone just within their sphere tries to be a little bit better, we'll all be a lot better. So that's my inspirational uh, quote for the night. You can put that in front of some sort of an inspirational photo and stick it up on your Instagram and go ahead and don't tag me in it. I don't want to be part of that, but feel free to do it if that's what makes you feel good. And otherwise, have a good night, guys. Talk to you in about, not about a week, literally a week. Talk to you next Monday.